Welcome to another episode of This Engineering Life, the undergraduate series. I'm Becky Simmons, an associate professor of the practice in mechanical engineering and materials science at Duke University. And I'm joined with Sydney, Fran, Grant, Priya, and Raina, all undergraduate engineering students also at Duke University. In this episode, we are getting senior reflections. We're gonna interview a few of our seniors to get insights, a word that describes their experience, and also talk to two of our seniors, Fran and Grant, who are graduating. And we're very sad that they won't be at Duke, but are very excited for their next adventures. Thank you for joining us. Can you give me one word that exemplifies your four years at Duke? Growth. Home. Exciting. Fun. Exploring. Immaculate. Unforgettable. Pretty short. Rewarding. I am Becky Simmons back and I am, what am I? I guess I'm really sad for myself, right? Because two of my favorite students are graduating. And so it's kind of a bittersweet thing because I'm also extremely excited about the adventures. And I will say that both Fran and Grant are probably two of the hardest working students uh, and uh, exemplify everything that I think when I think about fantastic student, but also per person in the respect that they are kind and curious and hardworking and amazingly positive about anything. And I, for both Fran and Grant, I will say over, I've known them both for four years always have I gone to them and they've been like, yes, let's do it, right? Um, so I could talk for the whole interview about everything that I think is amazing about the both, but I think it's to hear their perspective uh, and advice and journey and insights and where they're going next would be really cool. So first off, Grant, can you give me one word that exemplifies your four years at Duke? supposed to be prepared for this wasn't i <laughs> <laughs> yes, on, Grant. um can you go to fran <laughs> yes fran you're on the one word to describe my duke experience is is gonna be fun fun yeah yeah i talk about a lot how i'm extremely bad at saying no to things that i think are fun like, if you ask me to do something with you and i think it's fun like Nine times out of ten, I will say yes and like adjust everything else going on in my life with respect to that. And and this is interesting because um, when I think of you and having fun, I don't think of you waiting around and like just being like, okay, fun will find me. I feel like you, though, also create the fun. And fun in, in not just, uh, you know, I think most people think like a traditional sense is like party but fun for you is like being at the collab, right? Working. I, I showed up at the machine shop at seven forty-five today. Yeah, I will. Yeah, am <laughs> with biscuits from Biscuitville for Steve and Greg, and that was really fun for me. Like, like I had a great time in there. 
Yeah. And building this, that's an interesting thing because building these relationships that you've had with the people and um, putting yourself out there, that's, that's amazing. Okay, Grant. All right. I think my word is exploring um, in a bunch of different ways. I'm just literally the type of person who loves exploring new places. I found lots of Duke rooftops that I really love, (laughs) but also academically, the reason I know Becky is because I was trying to figure out whether or not I was doing EC or Mecky for the first like forever years of my And I failed there because Grant is not a mechanical. (laughs) Nope. I eventually went down to the dark side and I'm doing EC. But I think just exploring and everything I've done, random classes that I've squeezed into my schedule because I wanted something that wasn't engineering to fill my time to, random clubs I've joined, people I've met relationships I've built, just new things. And I think I've discovered, maybe discovery is a good word too, um, a lot about me and what I want in life and the really, really awesome things Duke has to offer for everybody. That's great. And I will say that uh, most first-year students do know the two of you by either personally or by reputation and by seeing projects that you're working on or intersections at the CoLab. And um, are, are usually in awe because at this point you're doing bigger things um, and bigger projects. What is the advice to maybe someone that looks at that and says, how do I, how do I get from A to where you are now? Yeah, I, I remember being young and looking at monowheel and being like, wow, that's a five foot metal wheel uh, that, that a student, students uh, are working on and like came up with in our building. And took me a while to realize it, but they didn't start with the monowheel project. They started with 20 other projects before that, and you build up to it. And I think that's what I would say, like, with each project, like, try to do something you haven't done before. And then without realizing it, you'll look back and be like, wow, I'm working on a monowheel level project. So you're constantly building your toolbox. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's kind of my advice too. Anuj, the student who led the monowheel team, was a big inspiration for me. And seeing what's possible and not being afraid to give something like that a shot and not being afraid because you don't have a tool in your toolbox. There's so many people at Duke who do and are there to help you learn how to do whatever skills you might be missing to create whatever you want. Lean on the people around you and don't be afraid to ask questions and learn when you don't know something. That's great. And what is your, or what's the thing you're most proud of, like in your four years? that you've done within the Duke and and maybe the Duke uniquely was able to allow you to do that. That's such a big question. (laughs) Sorry, I kept adding on to that question. What I'm most proud of in my Duke experience? It's kind of hard because we are now, just to give this context, we're like the last three weeks of, of classes and everyone is ridiculously tired. And I know that you two are like completely submerged in projects that you're working on. So the amount of sleep right now is, and so maybe the, the time of reflection, but I guess it just really quickly then thinking back that gut. Yeah, I, my guys, I'm probably most proud of the amount of things I was able to squeeze in and do in terms of like balancing academics, projects and like social and like personal life. Um, I've been able to pack a lot each day and like be present in a lot of places. Anything Duke has supported you in that or is that more ye- on you or both? Both like. Duke sets you up to be able to learn quickly uh, and do a lot of different things. 
and just like by quant like opportunities as well. Yeah. I haven't, I was actually thinking about that. I love like reflecting on things that's happened and I've had zero time to reflect on anything. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. Fran and Grant are going like 110 miles per hour uh, all the time. Uh, Like I said, I can tell a little tiredness, but again, you're both always super upbeat, right? And and again, that's, it's hard sometimes when you're super tired. Yeah. What what keeps you going? What is the secret, Grant? Is it some sort of special secret. coffee from Twinnies? <laughs> the secret. Um, somehow I've gotten through all of Duke without drinking coffee. Oh, I don't know how nice. I've done that, but <laughs> I'm I am proud of that statement. I think. So when I came to Duke, my mentality was that I wanted to squeeze every last drop out of this place and any speaker talk that was happening, any collab roots course that was happening, any lecture that a friend told me about that I could go sit in, I would try to do absolutely everything. Honestly, I love that mentality. There's a ton of different things, specifically collab roots that I learned a ton from and just being in the collab, learning from people, squeezing every last drop was awesome until you get to the point at Duke where you realize there are so many things you'll never actually (laughs) be able to squeeze every last drop out of. And then it becomes a game of playing with priorities and figuring out for yourself. And like Becky's had this conversation with, I'm sure, a bajillion students is the project that you love, that you want to stay up until 3 a.m. in the collab worth maybe not studying for the midterm the next day? Is going out to dinner with a bunch of friends you've never met before worth maybe getting a little bit of a worse grade on a homework assignment? Is shunning your friends for a weekend because you really need to get something academic done? Like, where do you want to prioritize things? What's important to you? And being intentional about that, I think, really helps solve a lot of problems and reduce a lot of stress when you realize you're doing what matters and you're okay with the consequences of other things that just might not happen because of it. Yeah, and I love that because it's that that word intentional, being intentional, and also realizing there is some control, right? You 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 don't have control over the fact that the professor is giving you an exam, but you do have control over how you're going to allocate and prioritize, which is really important. Especially sophomore and junior year when you have so much going on, I like would actively prioritize things. And I, I think I got advice from you of like list everything you're doing and then rank them based on how important they are to you. And everything in the bottom third, take it out. Like, yes. And I'd actually like do that every, you know, couple of weeks. And it, it got to the point where senior year, like I knew what my priorities were and that's like where I would spend my time. But it like took a lot of refinement um, and something I learned through the years. Yeah, it's not easy. It's a good thing to practice while you're here. Okay, so you're going to take all of these lessons learned to the next step. So what is next? Grant, I know you've got some exciting things coming up. Yeah, no, phenomenal question. I'm not actually graduating until December, but I'm taking my fall semester abroad in Madrid. So this is effectively my last semester at Duke. It's bittersweet. I feel like I, I haven't been here for very long. Next steps, I'm honestly not too sure. I have an internship lined up this summer working with Garmin. I've done a bunch of previous internships as well. I have a lot of experience in a bunch of different places under my belt and no clear direction of where I'm going, which honestly excites me, worries me a little bit, but I'm sure that in the year I have in my future, I'll figure out something I love. And I am I not worried. I'll keep innovating. Yep. Yep. So yeah. That's where I'm at. That's awesome. Okay. And Fran, what are, where's next for you? Starting in August, I will be going back to Neuralink in California. I'll be working for the robot team doing mechanical engineering. And I'll just be working a lot. I'm really like, what I really love about the company is there's a huge diversity of expertise. And so going in with the mentality that I know like very little about a lot of things 
is great and like I can learn a lot in this next two years. Yeah, I know you're very excited about that. I think it's going to be a very good opportunity. Okay, so what's our last question? What should we, what should we, what's the last thing we should talk about? How sad I'm going to be next year? <laughs> final words to the podcast? Yeah, final words to the podcast. For hundreds of listeners. For, <laughs> there's a lot out there. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Simmons' friends that listen to the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate the support for the years. Uh, it has been really cool for me. I started right at the beginning um, with the first iteration of things, not actually being a host, but working with the website and to see the podcast grow. And honestly, just to be a part of all the conversations we've had has been really cool. I've learned a lot and talked to a lot of people and I don't know, I've just been influenced by a huge number of things that I wouldn't have if I wasn't involved with this. And so I'm real grateful for the connections and the learnings I've had. And this is this is the and I think both of you exemplify this always a, a a want to broaden perspective, which I think is amazing. And it's been it is a, the podcast has allowed us to do that in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. I have to shout out like yes theory before this because everything Grant's been talking about for the past like twenty thirty minutes <laughs> has been what this this is a group of YouTubers that uh, exemplify like exploration, discovery, and wanting to do new things. Uh, and Grant like really embodies it. Uh, and it was like really at the back of my mind, but something I've always really admired about him is his ability to explore. Um, and I think watching their videos, you know, you can only hear Grant talk for so long, but I think getting a lot of content from, uh, from them gets you in, in that mindset pretty well. That's awesome. That's kind of a tangent, but (laughs) we're all about tangents, you know, that some of the best things come out of tangents. And you know, the greatest thing about these podcasts, honestly, is the conversations I have right after I turn the recording off. It's always the case. And when you have someone's unfiltered view of things and you get them into the moment where they feel like they can talk about something they're excited and passionate about, you really learn so much from people. Um, I don't know if that's a lesson to keep the recording on sometimes or, or not, but it's just, very much fun. Or just in more, even more in general, just keep the conversations going, you know, to, to all students, then even the ones that aren't part of the podcast, reach out, have conversations. You don't even need a, a podcast uh, requirement. Just that was going to be my, my one piece of advice for, for anybody listening is if you can't figure something out, ask people around you. Like the internet is great, but it really only gets you so far. I've learned this, especially in electronics, but like ask the people around you who've done something similar. You will learn a lot from them. That sounds great. Okay. Well, thank you, Fran and Grant. One more word. So exploring and fun. What's another, what's another word about engineering? The engineering word. Um, I just have to, uh, this is not answering the question at all, but I just have to give a huge shout out and a thank you for Becky for starting all of this and supporting all of this and being, I don't know, I describe you as like the mom to all of the engineers (laughs) on campus, just like a loving supporting figure that anybody can go to that to friends point. If you have a question about literally anything, not even engineering related, like how do I live my life? (laughs) Becky is the person to chat with about that. Um, thank you so much really Uh, thank you thank you yeah i want to reiterate that like (laughs) 
I think about this all the time, but having someone to get advice from, but the person knows you extremely well, so the advice is personalized, is like the most incredible thing. Uh, and I've been super thankful for that. And, and like, it's times where you'd be like, see, I would tell other people this, but I'm telling you this because I know you. Um, and that's something I've been especially really thankful for. And just all you've done with the podcast and, oh, yeah. and so Thank much more. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be tears. <laughs> so that's, my, that's my podcast my engineering word becky is fine becky simmons and talk to her <laughs> <laughs> yes that sounds great okay thank you both all right hi everyone it's kidney and welcome back to this engineering life on um, today's episode we have three seniors who are going to tell us a little bit about their journey um would all of you please go around and introduce yourself um with whatever you want to say as part of your introduction Hello, I'm Ryan. I'm a senior and I'm studying ECCS and I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Ethan. I'm uh, also a senior studying BME and uh, minoring in chemistry and I'm originally from New Orleans. Um, and last but not least, <laughs> I'm Drew. I'm from Maryland. I'm a senior studying BME and I'm also pre med. Perfect. Sounds good. Um, thanks everyone for coming on. Um, I guess the first question would be would be like, what has been your your favorite memory of all of Duke? And that's a hard question to ask, but if you could um, say one thing, what would you say? I think I have two that, that come to mind immediately. Neither of which are particularly engineering, but that's it. The first one was definitely going to basketball games my freshman year. That was Zion's year. It was the year before COVID. Everything was kind of normal and, you know, being in that environment for the first time and things like that was a really, really, really cool experience. I loved it. Um, and then the other one that has been really fun, um, again, not engineering related, but a class I took my junior year um, ended up being one of my favorite professors. It was some random English class and she and I have like remained in contact and she's been super helpful. So kind of having those connections and things like that has been really yeah, mine is also basketball related. I think it's like tenting this year at being a senior, doing it for like the last time and then doing it with like all my friends. It's it's kind of it. It's freshman year I tented as well, but it, like we only white tented this year. We did blue tenting. And so it was really just a great overall experience um, getting to hang out with everybody and always just vibing in Kville. It was always a fun time. Yeah, I probably would also say like tensing. I think uh, freshman year, uh, I did it with like a lot of my like close friends and that was really cool. And then I also did it this year. Um, and what was really neat is like, I definitely got to meet like a lot of new people this semester, which was really like exciting for like, as like a spring semester senior. It was just like a lot of fun. Also for anyone listening, the three of us are in the same type group. So there's a little bit of context there. <laughs> Yeah, how did you all meet? What's the relationship? Ethan and I were in the same freshman year dorm, and we also did tent together freshman year. And I met Drew this semester when we tented together. Yeah, it's we had kind of, me and Ryan had kind of like a bunch of random other connections. Like you knew some of my BME friends, one of my BME friends' boyfriends, and like a couple other random connections here and there. And then Ethan and I have taken classes together since freshman year because of BME. So we haven't been real close, I think, until until like this year. 
Yeah. Between tenting and then also discovering that like one of my mutual friends is one of Drew's best friends. You know, we're really close, you know, it all it all gets connected in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so speaking of connections, like how would you say your engineering life connected with like your non-engineering life at Duke? Like is there any project that you really liked um, or just like one of your favorite things about the School of Engineering? My favorite thing is engineers all kind of like each other. We're all, we all very much <laughs> help each other out. Like the amount of times in BME, I've been able to just text a random person and be like, Hey, did you understand number six on this random homework? And they are like, yes. And then they'll send me help or vice versa. It's really nice. It's not like a toxic pre-med culture, right? We're all here to help each other and it's really nice. And so I've made a lot of good friends that way. So I think that's part of one of my favorite things about Pratt where it's, we're all struggling or all helping each other and yeah. <laughs> always together. I have a very similar thing for me. It kind of like comes out in my twenties because I'll see so many people I know, especially as a senior now, you know, I had classes with like half of Pratt at this point. So like, you know, just walking through twenties, you'll see so many random people go at a class with that person or we worked together on a project or you know, this or that. And I think also those aren't just like surface level connections. Like I know, like Drew said, I could go ask them for help. I could ask them about what they're doing next year, things like that. So, so having that available is really awesome. Yeah, I'd probably echo the same thing. It's just like the community is really great. I, I just remember like a lot of those like late night like problem sets, like just working up to like three or like four a.m. to the library, and then like we'd be texting like some of our other friends, and then like we'd be all just trying to like work on it together and. Like, those are just, like, really great memories. Absolutely. Collective perk and friends, for sure. <laughs> but even you mentioned, like, stuff about doing next year. Uh, do you all have plans for what you're going to do if you graduate? And, like, what was maybe the turning point of, like, you deciding that that's what you wanted to do? What I'll be doing next year, so I'm, I'll be going to grad school next year. Um, I'm not exactly sure where yet, but um, I have a couple options. that I'm thinking about Rice and UVA are both up there, so... Um, kind of a PhD in BME is, is, is what's next for me. I was also BME pre-med up until maybe sophomore spring when I came to the realization that I didn't want to be a doctor. So I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but, you know, I talked to a lot of people. That was my advisor. Got a lot of good advice to kind of like figure out what was out there. Figured out that, you know, grad school sounded cool and looked into a few jobs as well. but. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll be in DC. I'll be working uh, like just on software development uh, for Amazon. Oh, nice. (laughs) I'm applying to med school this year. So I, not this cycle, like the coming cycle. Um, So I'll apply in May and that means that I'm going to take a gap year. And so I have a gap year job set up with a company that I interned with before. It's like a BME startup. So I'm really excited about that, getting to like flex the engineering muscles before I probably won't use them a whole lot in med school. But yeah, so that's, that's my plan. I'm excited about that. But Amazon, it's really cool, Ryan. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. All of you are doing such different things. I love it. So you mentioned like things over the summer, Drew. Like, what was um, some of the things you all did over the summer? Um, any some highlights or lowlights, embarrassing moments, funny moments, like anything um, in that category? 
between freshman year and sophomore year, I had an internship with this company that I'm going to. Um, and that was really fun. I really enjoyed that internship. And that was just kind of a ch- like a chance meeting where it's like, I knew this company existed in my hometown. So I applied and I got in for the internship and I really, really enjoyed it. It was really nice. Um, especially coming off 101. So it was kind of fun to like go from a controlled engineering experience to kind of a less controlled one that, you know, out in the real world. And then sophomore year was COVID summer. And so that was kind of a low light, but I just ended up studying for the MCAT. And, but yeah, that was, I mean, that was kind of just a boring summer. I stayed in, didn't do anything. And then last summer I spent the entire summer shadowing with like different physicians. And that was really impactful for me because there was a point where I was also debating like Nick Lowe to maybe drop pre-med, but the shadowing really enforced it for me and was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And so then this coming summer, I'm going to be working with that same company from freshman year. So it's like going full cycle almost. So I guess like after my freshman year summer, I did this like small like startup. Like it was kind of just like a consulting like software to help like companies actually like order uh, materials and like how to schedule that. Um, and then COVID summer, I uh, did like a plus DS project where I worked with like machine learning um, on like ultrasound videos of the heart. And then last summer I worked at, Intel, which was kind of a cool mix of like software and hardware. Yeah. And just worked on some like thermal, thermal management system for like some memory device. My summers have been pretty research focused. So my, the summer after my freshman year, I did this like computational biology bioinformatics program back home in New Orleans. COVID summer, I was supposed to go to Tanzania on the Duke Engage, um, which still really bummed about because that would have been super cool. Um, but I ended up just taking some classes uh, at home. And then last summer, I stayed here and got paid to do uh, research over the summer, which was really cool and definitely influenced my decision for the best school. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Okay, um, so now that you all are wise seniors, do you have any advice for any underclassmen or like incoming um, COVID students? I guess we like kind of touched on this earlier, but um, my thing would be just like, don't be afraid to like reach out to other people for help. There's definitely going to be a time when there's going to be a lot of like obstacles that you're like facing, um, but definitely just like reaching out to other people just because like they're kind of going through like a similar experience and everyone's like really willing to help each other, which is like really great. Yeah, mine's related to that, but it's on the side of like the teachers as well, because I've made a, a couple really good connections with teachers. Dr. Satterback, Dr. Libby, and Dr. Wallace are like the three I can think of right now where it's like, if I go up to them, I can have a conversation and it's really nice. And I know they care about me and they care about like how I'm doing. So as a freshman, it can be kind of scary to think about going up to a professor, but it's important to make those connections and find mentors like them because it can, again, it can be really helpful. They can help you make decisions down the road and all that kind of thing. So connect with professors would be mine. And then mine is kind of different, but it's something I've had to do a lot of senior year, just like spend time thinking about what you want to do. You know, it'll come a point where you've done a lot of work to be a good applicant or whatever, but it's time for you to decide where where you want to be or like what you want to do. And so I think, you know, we don't think about that a whole lot, especially in the first couple years of college. So like definitely be thinking. 
Yeah, absolutely. That totally makes sense. Okay, final question. We're going to do um, one word to describe your deep experience. This is a hard question. It's hard to distill four years into a word. I think in terms of class experience and things like that, it might be a little bit like cliche, but I think collaborative really, really is, or like together. Like Ryan said, you really feel part of like a community. So like, that feels great. Then my overall Duke experience, like growth or like impactful, I don't know. You know, it is college. Um, kind of looking back on where I was freshman year, it's kind of crazy sometimes to see like how far I've come and things like that. So I'd probably just say like a home, I guess. Like it's been really great just getting so close to like so many like different people and just like finding like sense of place with like all your close friends and stuff. I think that's just like one of like the most worthwhile parts of college. I think uh, I'm going to split it up like Ethan did with like class and stuff where I think for class, it's like, I don't even think this is a real hyphenated word, but like healthy challenge where it's like all these classes are really difficult or moderately difficult. There's obviously a couple, there's easy ones and there's really difficult ones, but it was still something that like challenged me in a way that I enjoyed. And for Duke experience, I was going to just say exciting because like the whole time I've been here, I've just been having fun. I mean, there's highs and lows, but what I'll remember is all the fun times that I've had with friends from freshman year, friends from every other year, friends from senior year. It's all going to be like, that's what I'm going to remember about this experience. Absolutely. Okay. Actually, I lied. One last question. Um, Is there anything that um, say you think you were not going to do, but ended up doing like on a whim and it turned out to be something like really amazing. And that could have been like, Oh, I don't have time to do this. You know, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Let's do it. And then it turned out to be great. Like any surprise or something that was unexpected, like throughout your whole experience that you um, thought would maybe not turn out. I took this like half credit, like machine learning course, which is like a really, small intro class where you just like worked on an on this like project for like the semester just like two other teammates and like I didn't really been exposed to it before um and after like I really like enjoyed the concept and also just like how it can apply like different things um and then I ended up uh doing like an independent study project for like the next like four semesters on it so I thought that was really cool yeah it's actually very similar to Ryan's, funny enough, but um, I've been working in the same lab for two years and some change now, um, kind of with the same like, graduate mentor and everything. She's actually one who convinced me to apply to grad school, funny enough, but I never really intended to join a lab that semester. Um, I just kind of like stumbled across a poster presentation happening. And I thought it sounded cool, so I like, emailed the email that was on the poster, and then um, just kind of played out from there. So I, I never thought something as small as that would, would end up being, you know, now I spend like eight to 10 hours in the lab every week. So this turned into something big. Mine would probably be TAing for 101. So I wasn't initially sure that I was going to apply my for my sophomore year. And so I did, and I really, really enjoyed it. And it was like, I now I've done it for, all three years and four semesters because I'm doing it this spring. And it's just, it's really fun to interact with the incoming freshmen to just see what, like 
what the new engineers are like. And then one thing like Ethan mentioned, you get to see all of these people grow up and like interact with them in twenties. I see, I still see students that I TA'd every week now, like where I'll see them just on like the BC or something and I'll wave. And it's really nice to just see them out and about um, and learn what they're up to. And so I'd, I'd say TAing that it's, it's been a great experience. Um, absolutely. Oh, that was wonderful. Well, thank you all for sharing all your journey at Duke and congratulations on graduating. Hi everyone, this is Raina and I'm here with our next senior spotlight. This is Caroline Salzman. Just like to introduce yourself. Hi guys, yeah, I'm Caroline Salzman. I'm a senior and I'm studying BME with a minor in psychology. Nice, okay. So we were just kind of talking, you had, like all the seniors, had a very weird Duke experience. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how it was like leaving for so long and then coming back and what that experience was like for you? Yeah, for sure. I feel like in the past couple of weeks, I've been reflecting on my Duke experience as like graduation's coming really soon. And it's weird to think that we left basically as second semester sophomores and then we came back and for everything to get back to normal, we had to be like second semester seniors. So there is like this really big gap where like, Duke. We didn't experience Duke as like how we normally experience Duke, but I think it's just made me like super grateful for the first two years that we had and how I was able to experience that part of Duke. And then now as a senior, every day I'm like trying to do something in Durham and like really take full advantage now that everything's back open. So I feel like in that aspect, I'm like getting the most out of it in the last couple of months because like I know I didn't have access to it for so long. And so now it's like give me everything. I've been going to like seminars, meeting <laughs> professors, like went to my first two conversations on Monday, like okay. really just taking full advantage of everything. So that's been nice. Nice. Absolutely. So Caroline and I actually met through our sorority. We met through Theta. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you're involved in like a lot of stuff on campus. Is there any like one experience or like a couple like things you've been involved in that you thought were really rewarding for your Duke experience? Yeah, I'm on the exec committee for BMES, which has been really, really fun Um, because I didn't know it existed until like post-COVID and my friend just like kind of asked me to join, but it's been really fun to kind of like spread awareness of that organization because I didn't know about it. That's been fun, like holding a lot of events for them. And then also I was a part of like the smart tutoring program where we went to different hospitals and tutored kids. which was really, really fun, and I really enjoyed my time doing that. And then I used to like run stuff on Exec and Theta, but I don't really do it anymore <laughs> as a senior. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, it's been good. Nice, okay. Just like kind of overall, like engineering or not engineering, do you have one memory that you're like always gonna remember from like a really amazing time at Duke? Oh yeah, sophomore, <laughs> sophomore year, it was like our last day on campus, and it was the Duke UNC game. Um, my sophomore year and we won that game it was like sunny outside which is great because my freshman year it rained on the Duke UNC game so we never fully experienced like Kayville game day Mm -hmm. um, which we all had this year which is really fun Um, but actually like when the game and everything was really fun and also it was such a perfect day and it that was like the last day we had on Duke before like COVID and everything so I definitely throughout COVID definitely held on to that memory of that was just like the perfect way to end it even though none of us knew that this was like basically the last day on campus and like the last day of real open campus for two years so like kind of the obliviousness we just got to experience the full bliss of that day Mm -hmm. 
and I definitely held on to that a lot in COVID. Um, so we'll get to experience that again that this year as a senior um, was really cool. Yeah, that sounds so fun. And you were all involved in tenting and stuff this year. Yeah, right? I tented. Yeah, I tented freshman, sophomore, and senior year. Wow, that's yeah, a lot. So of every tenting. time I could tent, I, I tented for sure. Yeah. Do you like regret that at all, or do you recommend tenting to everyone? Oh, hundred percent. I love tenting. <laughs> I love it so much. It is weird though because it's kind of this time warp. Like you come back from break and you just tent, and then that's like basically all you do. And then the game, and then spring break, and then like now I'm in this whirlwind of like school ending. So it yeah. kind of does like I think totally speed up the spring semester because Definitely. it like takes up a lot of your time. But in my senior tent this year, there are some people I had heard of but didn't really know, and then other people that I 100% didn't know and like. They don't know this yet, but I didn't know who was who of them. <laughs> and one of them was my friend's boyfriend that I just, like, oh hadn't officially met yet. Yeah. So I kept asking, like, who's who. Um, but I think it's great. Like, even senior year, I got to meet new people and, like, hang out with them. And now, like, we do a lot of stuff post-tenting. Yeah. So, like, that Absolutely. was really fun. I tented this year with a group of, like, engineers, which was definitely a rough one. With, cable's, like, full, cable's full of pride. I know. It's so surprising. I really think Cable's, like... I sit here now and I'm like, I, where was all this like free time that I had come from? It's like, oh, well, I used to spend it in the tent, so that's where it magically appeared from. But well, that's crazy. Okay. So I guess overall, do you just have any like advice for like us underclassmen who are like going through the thick of engineering right now? Oh, it's 100% worth it. I feel like there are a lot of days like, uh, or dare I say, nights slash early mornings <laughs> yeah. in Perkins where I was like what am I doing this for? Like, is it worth it? Worth it? Because you are working way harder. Oh, okay, not all training students, but like the schedule and the time commitment of just like the classes itself is way more than training students. And in my opinion, the work outside of class is a lot more than training students. So I always was like seeing my friends not doing as much work as I was. And I was always like questioning, like, why am I doing this? And, um, as a second semester senior who is part-timing, who has a job in California, I can tell oh. you it is 100% worth it. Um, and I would do it all again in a heartbeat. So yeah, I definitely like questioned if it was worth it or not in those long hours. And I can tell you as a senior, I think, and as a senior who has a lot of like engineering friends, we would all say that it was 100% worth it. And yeah, keep going. Okay, that's good to hear because definitely, there's definitely times I question, why am I doing this? Um, but what is your job in California? That's super exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm working at Edwards Life Sciences. It's a okay. medical device company in Irvine, California. Um, so I'm working as an engineer there. They do like a lot of heart valve stuff. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. And then yeah. one of my best friends just got an internship there. So she's going to do the 4 plus 1 program at here at Duke so she can get her master's but this summer she's going to California and working at my company doing an internship so I'm really really excited yeah Yeah, that's awesome all right well thank you so much for joining us we just have one last question so if you could sum up your entire Duke experience your whole weird four years in one word how would you describe it uh I would describe it as unforgettable awesome that's perfect all right thank you so much yeah thanks guys (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome back to This Engineering Life Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Fran Romano, and I am accompanied here today with a special guest, my very own roommate, Joshua Medway. 
Josh is a senior studying electrical and computer engineering and computer science, and it is his first time here on the show. Welcome, Josh. Thank you for having me. So we're going to start off with the same question we've asked everybody, which is if you could describe your Duke experience in one word, what would it be? I would say, I would say short. And if I were to give it an adjective, I would say unexpectedly short. Um, and I would say maybe that's a consequence of the kind of circumstance of what we like lived through with COVID. Um, but I would say in general, I really expected to feel a little more like prepared and knowledgeable about like everything. Um, you know, you go to college, you feel like you get this like crazy education, but, um, I have to say outside of like a couple of interesting classes I've taken outside of my like uh, field, as well as the, like the field that I've chosen to study, I don't feel like I've felt as educated as I was expecting coming in. Um, not, but not to say I was unhappy with my experience. I was very happy. Um, and I feel very prepared for like the jobs and the things I will plan to do out of college, but, um, it did definitely felt pretty short. Uh, what do you wish you had more time to do? I would say maybe um, a little more time to explore um, a little more that the university had to offer. I feel like that's oftentimes a, a regret of graduating seniors that they didn't take advantage of like the resources available. I would say that maybe some interesting classes. I also only had seven semesters here, so I did miss out on like a whole semester of course load that I could have taken. So that could also be uh, a reason for that. Well, okay. As a reflective senior, what advice would you give to younger kids going into ECCS about yeah, wanting to explore? I would say that it can it can definitely be done pretty easy. I would say my biggest advice is um, a lot of people, especially in engineering, get really caught up in work, and oftentimes that detracts from the things you can do outside of purely study. So, like clubs, activities, research, anything like that. A lot of those things people don't feel like they have time for because they're so focused on whatever classes they're taking. And I would say being able to make time for that is, is pretty important because these are like things you, other than like, you, you can always do work and you know, you get a job and you'll probably do similar things that you're doing in school, but you'll never really have the opportunities to research a specific thing you're interested in or like do all these clubs and activities, play sports that you'll probably never do organized athletics for again. And I really think emphasizing that, especially where Duke is already very pre-professional, it's kind of a, it's pretty important. Okay. Given that, what are you most proud of accomplishing or doing in the past four years? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big question. I would say if I was most proud of anything, it would be, I would say, honestly, going through school, being able to do well in classes, really just like looking back on the college experience, I'm pretty proud of kind of the way it went. I feel like I have a lot of friends I like. I feel like I did well in school um, and I have a job that I'm, I'm excited to go into. So I'm just most proud of being able to balance it and not feel like drowned in in college and um, kind of staying, always staying above board and um, and really just enjoying it. So I'm really, I'm probably most proud of just enjoying my time. I uh, I got asked the same exact question and I had the same exact answer. 
Yeah. I said I was most proud of the amount of things I could squeeze in to the 40 years uh, that I had. And it's funny that at the same time, you still feel like it wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I feel like it was. I mean, I'm, I, I'm definitely satisfied with my experience. But the reason I said unexpectedly short is because my expectation was like I would leave like with my EC degree and really feel like I know a lot about EC and like I know a lot about specific areas of EC, but like not everything. And like if they threw if they threw me in a position where I'm less prepared for, I only had like one or two classes on where I didn't focus as hard or anything like that, I would have like a whole different I would have trouble, you know. Um, I would say that's what I meant by short. It just felt like I wasn't expecting what I got, but I was very satisfied. Yeah, EC is such like a huge field that it must be tough to fit everything you would need to know in yeah. four years. And it, and it's nice in the way that people find their own path and the things they like, and that's what they can focus on. So it's it's nice that it's wide like that. And I'm sure Mechie is very similar in that sense, but. You do, in the end, have to kind of specialize a little bit. You can't just know it all, at least in within four years. That's great. What are next steps for you? What are you doing post-grad? So I am moving to New York City, and I'm going to be doing uh, software engineering with like a focus on working with clients and building software systems for them. So it would be kind of like our uh, software engineering consulting tech where with a focus in like machine learning and artificial intelligence and stuff like that josh is a very smart boy (laughs) but yeah i mean that concludes the interview and uh we just want to thank you for having on the show we uh congratulate you for your seven semesters of excellence and um it's been a pleasure being your roommate yeah yes likewise and um thank you for having me and hopefully my words will help um, someone else who's starting off in engineering. Hey everybody, I'm Grant. I'm here with my friend Kayla. Kayla, I'll let you introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi everybody, my name is Kayla Vasmajan. I am a senior studying civil engineering. Um, originally from New Jersey, but I currently live in Richmond, so very familiar with the East Coast. <laughs> so happy to have you here, Kayla. Um, Kayla's one of my favorite engineers and one of the few who went down the civil path. (laughs) I'd love to talk to you about what's one of your favorite memories at Duke with something you love about Pratt. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to talk about a specific civil engineering memory because, (laughs) like Grant said, there are maybe 15 of us in our graduating class. Um, First year and senior year, we did this, we took a field trip. Civil engineering has lots of field trips and it's lots of fun. I'm <laughs> Keeps jealous. class interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, downtown Durham has the American Tobacco Campus and there's a water feature that sort of runs right through the middle of that site. And it's got a series of weirs and ledges and the water sort of, I don't know, fake man-made river, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as part of our water resources class, we were trying to measure flow rate in the water so that's pretty cool it was fun and the way we did that was racing 10 rubber ducks and (laughs) we all got a rubber duck freshman year and we all put our name on the bottom and our teacher said you're gonna want to hold on to this one because we're gonna do this again senior year and lo and behold we did it again and we raced the same rubber ducks that we did freshman year so that is so fun it was really it was really just a, a fun way to get out of the classroom and sort of closure on a full circle um, activity. 
That's really cool. I'm always yeah. jealous of civil engineers. I feel like you're always either building some cool structure in the middle of Equad or yeah. going on field trips and adventures. It sounds like a lot of fun. Very hands-on. It's a good time. Yeah. What's next for you after Duke? I am going to Denver, Colorado, and I'll be a project manager at a construction firm. So don't know anything about project management, but I'm sure I will learn very quickly. That's super exciting. So happy for you. Um, And then last question here. Do you have any advice for your first year self or for any first years or future Duke students? Biggest piece of advice I have is just, you know, savor every moment. The years fly by so quickly and we sort of got gypped of a year with COVID. Um, But in a blink of an eye, these years are gone. And the people are what make Duke Duke for me. So reaching out to people, uh, maybe you have a lab partner that you'd like to learn a little bit more about or a freshman hallmate that you haven't seen in a couple of years. Reach out to those people, talk to them. Um, Putting effort into the friendships is a lot harder after college. So keeping up with people, I think, is the biggest piece of advice I have. I love that. And I think it's super... Like, I don't know, we had that experience during COVID where we kind of really shrunk our groups and a lot more effort had to go into building relationships and making friends outside yeah. of our little COVID <laughs> bubbles. And so I think a lot of us are really enjoying current present day life where <laughs> yeah. we get to have a little bit more fun and be a little bit more social. And it's definitely bittersweet knowing that there won't be points necessarily after college where you're just going to have this really awesome community of people surrounding you and... That's, that's a great piece of advice. Yeah. I love it here too. <laughs> Do you have one word that you'd use to sum up your Duke experience, Kate? This is a tough question. Really struggling with <laughs> one word. I mean, there have been so many highs and lows of the four years here. Um, but I think the one that sort of stands out to me is rewarding. You know, it's there were a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into certain classes. And I'm now on the other side with a job in a city that I'm excited about. I have lifelong friends. A lot of lessons were learned. I feel like I am who I am because of the people and the classes that I've taken here. So, yeah, there's it's, there's been a lot of transformation over these past four years. So it's been rewarding to see, look back at myself as a freshman and realize just how far I've come um, in the four years here. I love it. I totally agree. Duke has been an awesome and very rewarding experience. Thanks so much, Kayla, for chatting with us today. I wish Thank you the best of luck. Thank you, Grant. This Engineering Life is brought to you and supported by the Pratt School of Engineering at Duke University. A special thanks to all of our interviewees for sharing their experiences. Our senior producer is Dr. Rebecca Simmons. Our editors are Priya Juarez and Rana Bransky. Our theme music is from Silverman Sound, Audionautics, and Kevin McLeod. Be sure to check back in two weeks when we'll be chatting with Duke administration about the new housing arrangements and more. You can find this episode and more resources online at thisengineeringlife.com. I'm Fran. I'm Sydney. I'm Priya. I'm Raina. And I'm Grant. And thanks for tuning in to today's episode of This Engineering Life. We'll see you again next week.